Welcome to That's Deep, bro. I am Christina Pajitsky. Thank you for downloading this episode. Uh, I'm very excited because I finally have talked, I've spoken with a non-binary person today, and they're going to shed light on a, a confusing thing for me. I don't know what the heck. I mean, look, back in my day, we didn't have non-binary. We just had fucking, I don't know, death rockers, <laughs> Hessians. But first, come see me do stand-up. Uh, thank you to everybody that came out to my shows at Flappers and in Hollywood. I appreciate that. The tour moves along April 13th through 15th. I'm at the Brea Improv in Brea, California, April 28th through 29th, Sacramento at the Punchline, May 4th through 5th, Phoenix, Arizona at Stand Up Live, May 19th through 20th, New York City at the Gotham Comedy Club, June 1 through 3. Denver at Denver Comedy Works, the downtown location. And then June 16th through 17th, Manfran Disco uh, at the punchline there. I can't wait. Also, that's Deep Row Podcast shirts are finally here. You can get them uh, at TomSegura.com on his store page. It's it's just where we keep everything, your mom's house, everything we sell. Um, check out those shirts. Also, hey, use my Amazon banner, please. If you're doing your shopping on Amazon, just go to thatsdeeprowpodcast.com. Click on the banner at the bottom of every post and do your shopping as you normally would. It just kicks back some change to the show. Thank you for doing that already. Welcome to That's Deep Bro. I'm your host, Christina Pajitsky. And uh, I'm, I'm more, more tireder than usual today. Uh, my kid's going through a sleep regression, so he's up at just fucking five in the morning, wailing, ready to take on life. And uh, as a stand-up comedian, I've lived the last, I don't know, 15 years of my life nocturnally. So this is a real fuck. <laughs> I go to bed at like nine to try to offset the inevitable early wake up, but it's still, it doesn't really, it doesn't work, does it? It just doesn't, your body clock is on its own thing, man. And I'm, I just try, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, but I'm going to fucking do it. 
because I got positive energy. I'm going to do my affirmations and I'm going to power through it. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm going to accept the misery of the situation and I'm not going to, I'm not going to dwell on it is what I'm going to do. I'm going to accept their suffering in the stride. You just got to accept it and don't judge it. And that's what I've learned lately is that uh, I think in the past I've just judged the suffering. And, you know, you wake up, I wake up grumbling. Oh, fuck, fucking kids crying. I got to get up. I got to And I just the other day had this epiphany. Like, how about just stop judging the shittiness? Like, just accept it. Oh, I don't want to be awake and this is going to fuck up my day. I'm going to feel weird and I'm going to probably take a hot steaming dump because my stomach gets affected immediately if I haven't slept enough. I'm probably going to shit. I'm probably going to have to drink a lot of coffee today. I'm probably going to have crazy thoughts that won't make sense and embrace that shit and just roll with it because you know what? It's temporary. This is temporary as, as is all of our existence, you know, and I... Whenever I get too hung up on stuff, I try to remind myself that uh, in 30 years from now, yeah, I will be a shriveled up just shell of the vibrant woman that I am now. And I just, I think of Burt Reynolds. If Google Burt Reynolds right now, if you want to have an idea of what what I'm talking about, like <laughs> your existence is so temporary and so fragile, you're your vitality, your looks, um, everything. It's so temporary. So enjoy the shit, embrace it, and uh, and get through it. Because, you know, shit won't last forever. It's like Burt Reynolds' face. <laughs> Just seeing that scary monster. <sighs> the key is to getting older is you want to maintain, but you don't want to go overboard. You don't, you know, he's wearing like a full gray wig and then a full like, black mustache and then black eyebrows and that's you don't you don't want to go too young you know that fool is 80 years old and he's trying to look like he's you know 45 maybe you can't go that young if you're 80 you got to aim for like 70 right you give yourself a decade that's how much you can really shave off with uh, cosmetic surgery and the botox and all this shit now i will say a motherfucker who looks good is brad pitt uh, we were watching some movie with him last night, and he's like 50, got to be in his 50s now, but homeboy looks amazed. And you know that he's been doing Botox, and I know that because I go to a fancy place in Beverly Hills to get mine, and I was asking the nurse, and uh, I go, you have any guys in here? She goes, tons. I'd say like half. I go, all show business? She goes, no, some show business, but we're talking doctors, lawyers, scientists, whatever, scientists, like there's scientists in LA. I made that up. No, doctors and lawyers. And like business dudes get Botox, which is like, why not? Yeah, yeah, dudes should get Botox. Fuck yeah, they should have the same pressures we do. They should also have to wax their bush and wear high heels and pantyhose too, because that shit is ridiculous. And by the way, they have to paint their face like a clown, like I do every morning, just to make myself presentable. Now, I know I don't have to. All that stuff is voluntary, but believe me, there's societal pressure to do that. And that Alicia Keys, she swore off makeup and she looks good. But, you know, I'm saying, give that bitch 20 more years. She'll be thankful for Mac. God knows I am. Oh, my God. I mean, I look like shit. Whoever said that having kids uh, keeps you young was lying. Because, I mean, I haven't looked this shitty in years. I look terrible. I'm tired all the time. 
I mean, God, forget the body. The body's done. It's just gone. It's dog shit. But my face, like, I look fucking, I was looking at pictures of myself. Like, I look tired and haggard. Ooh, worn down, man. Just beat the fuck down. Kids don't keep you young. They don't keep you young. They suck the juice, the vitality out of your face, out of your your life. (laughs) That's how they stay young and cute. Ah, what can you do? Such is life. Who cares? I had a good, I had a good 40 years looking cute. You know what I mean? Now I'm a mom and that's the trade off is you, uh, you trade some of your looks. Who gives a shit, right? I don't, what do I care? I'm married, married to the same guy for 10 years. I love it. I ain't out there cruising. I ain't on the Tinder. Okay. So in a few minutes here, I have a phone call with an actual non-binary person. Can you believe it? I finally found uh, somebody who wrote in, um, and we're gonna. I'm gonna ask him all the questions. I'm sorry, I don't want to say he. We don't know his pronoun is, but I want to ask all the questions. I've been dying to ask about non-binary people and what the deal is, and maybe this person can set, shed some light. Yeah. Excuse me on uh, on what's happening with that. But before that, I uh, ordered groceries from a a grocery store. I'm not gonna say their name because I don't know. Maybe I'll get in trouble. Who knows? But uh, I was on hold with our customer service because I had to move my grocery delivery time. As you know, I don't step foot in a grocery store. To me, that's the ultimate waste of time of human existence. Um, I mean, actually, I take the kid there sometimes to burn time, you know, and he likes to play with oranges and stuff. But I, you got to get your life on going to the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? That's a fuck. If you can afford to have that stuff gro- just delivered to your house, do it. Save your life. Save your Save your existence. So I had to move my time around and um, I called this company and I I was on hold with the the customer service people. And, you know, rather than just play something neutral, some pleasant music, maybe some classical music, like you're never upset when you're hearing classical music when you call some company. Uh, but, But first of all, let me back up. If you're in customer service, if your job, if your business is providing a service for people and a person doesn't answer that phone within like two rings, I'm fucking out, dude. I'm serious. Like, I, I don't know what these people are thinking about businesses that allow like voicemail to pick that shit up or just nobody answers the phone. Like, dude, no, that's your whole thing is, is customer service. So I want to talk to a person like instantly, fucking instantly. So I'm on hold and uh, the obnoxious recording that pl- plays over and over and over again is uh thank you for calling blah 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 a team member will assist you shortly our team members are currently helping somebody else and i'm thinking to myself is there any more fucking insidious lie that you can tell a corporate worker a person in a company tell them that they're a fucking team member what kind of horrible uh, nonsense is this in, in the corporate culture. This is a very corporate thing, by the way, to ingratiate themselves to you, the company, the uppers ingratiate themselves to you by making you believe that you are part of a team, a team member. You're not an employee of this company. No, no, that's far too sterile and realistic. <laughs> You're a team member, which is super misleading because I, I believe the team thing implies fun. You're not at work. You're on a team, you know? You're on a, a, a lacrosse team. You're on the polo team. 
You're on the soccer team. We're all working for a common cause and we're having fun while we're doing it. <laughs> That's the implication here. And I got to tell you what, what really makes my asshole twitch over it is how deceptive that idea of, of a team is because a team implies that we're all equal. That the guy that works in the customer service or the girl that works in customer service or works the third shift or works whatever is equal to the person who owns the company. That's the insidiousness of the fucking team member. And it's bullshit because we all know that the whoever owns the company, the, uh, the white guy at the top, man, he doesn't do what you do. And he certainly makes lots more money than you do, the team member. So if you're going to call me the team member then I say we're all equal. We all make equal pay. And not only that, maybe I get share in the company. Fuck you. Give me share in the company and then I'm a team member. It makes my asshole, but it just makes me so mad that a team member, what a fucking bunch of corporate nonsense that is. Just call me an employee. Let me collect my paycheck. Let me go home. You know, let me clock in, do my job and clock out. Why do I have to invest myself emotionally as a fucking team member? That used to make me nuts, nuts nuts. When I worked at a corporate job, God, I just hated that horse shit. You know, and they do bullshit like, oh, Fridays, you can wear your jeans. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for Friday. I get to be a human being. Oh, wow. On Friday, I get to wear pants that I like. What a, what a wonderful treat that is. Oh, thank you, corporate master. Thank you. God damn it. Ugh. The worst part, I never forget when I was like 23 years old and I I worked for a brilliant company. Actually, this woman saw a need in the marketplace for infomercials. They sold infomercial airtime and slots. And uh, it was brilliant because nobody was doing it at the time. And it was a woman who actually owned this company. And uh, I was a, a, a sales, sales assistant. And I worked under an account executive. <laughs> and I had a great account executive. He was fantastic. He, he was a surfer and a slacker, and really, really smart. You know, like one of those guys who clearly could have done a lot more with his brain and his potential, but chose not to, because he's like, you know what, dude, I clock in, I clock out, I can go surf in the mornings, I can surf in the evening, whatever. It's a great gig. I really like this guy. So I was his assistant, and we would have these just quarterly meetings, which is the worst too. Like not only am I making, oh, what, $16,000 a year, then I have to suffer the indignity of the corporate meeting where they call you into a room and you have to stand because all the executives are taking all the seats, of course. I got to stand in the back of the room, my broke ass, and then they would go over the quarterly sales numbers and then I would have to applaud. <laughs> applaud the number. Oh, thank you. Oh, you guys made $5 million this uh, quarter? Well, great, because I made fucking $16,000, $14,000 this year after taxes. <laughs> And I'm going to go home and I'm going to eat macaroni and cheese and shake and bake because I'm poor and this sucks and I don't get benefits yet because I'm not an account executive. (laughs) Applauding. I remember like, really, what am I applauding here that my boss drives a Ferrari, that she lives in Malibu on the beach and I live in, you know, some hovel in Los Feliz. God damn it. Applauding. Yeah. Thank you for my, my shitty $16,000 a year job. Oh, thank you. Thank you. God, just all I'm saying is don't be deceived by this, this nonsense. They, they don't pay you enough. These companies, they don't treat you like a person. They don't give you the benefits you deserve. Um, so instead what they do is they give you bullshit, like 
calling you a team member and letting you wear what you want on Friday. And maybe every fucking now and then they bring you some cupcakes and you're supposed to do cartwheels and backflips because they treat you like a human being every now and then. Did you know that corporations get the same um, breaks as, as humans? The corporation is considered a, an entity in, in and of itself. <laughs> Chilling. Not that all corporations are evil. I will tell you, I, I do, I'm not, you know, completely anti-corporate. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, cut the shit, you know. We're all just workers. I'm your fucking, you pay me and I go home and I forget about what, what I'm doing here. <laughs> Can't we just do it honestly? Like a prostitute, you know. You're just getting paid for your time. Don't make me uh, act excited about this piece of shit company I'm working for. Um, I liked, you know what corporation I liked working for actually was Starbucks. Believe it or not, I loved Starbucks because back in the 90s when I worked there, they gave um, you stock options. Even if you were just a, you know, lowly barista, you weren't management, um, they gave you stock options after a certain amount of time working for the company, which I thought was just like, wow, that's amazing. And they gave decent benefits back then. <clears throat> and um, and you can move up the managerial scale or ladder or whatever fairly quickly. So I don't know. Starbucks is still a great company. It was in the 90s to work for. I really dug it. There you go. Okay, look, it's time to call my non-binary person friend. So uh, let's call them now. Okay, so on the line, I have with me Freddie. Uh, Say hi, Freddie. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Who's been uh, courteous enough, kind enough to take a break uh, from there. Oh, shit. What's your what do I call you? Are you what's your pronoun? There, there is good. There, uh, corporate job to, and he, they are hiding in their car to do this call. So thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's get down to nitty gritty because you don't have much time. Uh, Freddie, how old are you? I'm 35. You're 35. You sound like a baby. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> So, Freddie, you are non-binary, and what is that? What exactly does this mean? So, for me, it means I don't particularly identify as being either male or female. Um, I am what we call in the community designated female at birth, Mm -hmm. So, um, which you can probably tell from my voice, right? Yes. Um, But um, I don't... I don't particularly identify as female and I never have. Yeah. Yeah. Like what, what does that mean? Like, how did you know that you were like other, because it's non-binary. It feels like it's kind of recent in society, at least to me. Yeah. So, so how did you know? Like, was it, it was it like, Oh, I play with Tonka trucks growing up instead of Barbie, (laughs) you know? Cause I did that. Does that mean I'm non-binary? Jesus. Right. Exactly. So there's, there is, there's obviously like, there's obviously a place in society for women who are not traditionally feminine, right? right? Yes. Like this is, this is a common enough thing. There's tomboys, there's butch women, all that stuff. We're all familiar with that. Yes. Um, so it's, I, I suspect part of the reason that you're having trouble finding people to talk about this is because it's so difficult to discuss mm-hmm. because it's so much about your felt experience. And that is so different from person to person that it is really hard to quantify. Mm-hmm. So, um, for me, um, and I mean, I, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you this and it is like, I want to, 
I want to say that like the experience of gender is not like all about genitalia, right? But right, this like, is it's separate from sexuality. Is that is that accurate? Yes. Okay. Yes. But this is the easiest way for me to kind of like give people a visceral example, which is that like from the time I had like sexual thoughts, mm-hmm. I never um I I always whenever I fantasized about anything or thought about sexual stuff, even from the time I was young, um, I always pictured myself having a penis. Whoa. Yeah. 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 So like it, when, when you're 12, that's so fucking confusing, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like, and, and even, even up until like really recently, I had never ever fantasized or dreamed about being penetrated ever. Like that wasn't Mm -hmm. anything that I ever, so that's, that's not obviously what everybody's experiences of gender, right? Like some people just feel it viscerally and they can't quantify it in any physical way. Um, but for me, that's what it is. So you feel, you kind of, I mean, from what it sounds like, you feel like a male, like you, you, you feel more masculine than feminine. Is that, is that it? Um, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> so... So this this is the other hard part about it is that like what what would be ideal for me and again this is just me what would be ideal for me is if I had my same body now but with a dick thrown on top like that would be great <laughs> I know I kind of <laughs> want that too sometimes that would be fun Oh my god right <laughs> so like my my husband my husband wouldn't be a huge fan of that arrangement but like that would be what's ideal for me <laughs> So, so um, Wait, so you said your husband, so you do, your sexuality is straight? I, so I have, I've only ever had sex with men. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would, I, my sexual attraction to people does not, um, does not have anything to do with gender. I just have never had the opportunity to have sex with a woman. Gotcha. Um, I totally would. Like, I'm hoping 2017 is my year. <laughs> well, well, let's throw it but, out there. Is anyone interested? Yeah. <laughs> if your husband's okay with it, I'm not into breaking up marriages. So, no, no, no. So, so like, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, I've, I've only ever had experience having sex with dudes. Interesting. So, because this is going to be so yeah. ignorant and it's horrible, and I'm just going to say it because I feel like it's just in my heart, and you know, I have no malicious uh, anything. Yes. But do you think that? Do you think that maybe this is like I'm a lesbian, but I'm not comfortable with that a little bit? Because the lesbian tradition, I mean, traditionally there are all kinds, yes, but then there's like the masculine. I mean, the lesbian generally identifies with a little boy. Right? Am I fucking mm-hmm. being? I know I'm just enraging people right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I don't understand. Do you think? I mean, is there some component of of this? Maybe I don't fucking know. There definitely could be. So, like part part of the reason that um, that you see so much weird conversation around this um, is because so much of it happens on the internet. Yes. Right. Yeah. And. And because there are, like, there are generally, like, yeah, there's going to be, like, loony people on the internet (laughs) talking about this stuff. Yeah. But then there's also going to be, like, young people, right? There's going to be, like, 16-year-olds who are still trying to figure out their sexuality and who they are. And maybe identifying as non-binary is just, like, 
a waypoint for them. Right. You know, yeah. Maybe this is a temporary thing. Right. And that's fine. It's kind of like, I mean, I don't know. Again, I'm enraging people, but I remember in San Francisco when I lived there in the 90s, there was like, I had a lot of gay man friends that in between just going full gay, there was a time period where they were like, oh, I'm bisexual. And it was kind of like yeah. an, an, easier, an easier stepping stone than like just mm-hmm. going full tilt, like, oh, I'm gay now. Interesting. Yeah. So, okay. Sure. So you identify as, sorry. So what is your, what's your pronoun and what are you, so you're, you fluctuate throughout the day or is that what you're saying? No. So like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily describe myself as like gender fluid, which I know some people do. Mm-hmm. Um, because, um, my, my experience of how I feel about it is more or less constant unless I'm having a day where my dysphoria is particularly bad. What does that mean? Um, so dysphoria is kind of like the like actual felt experience of feeling like your body is wrong in some way. Ooh, and, okay. um, yeah, yeah. And not everybody who is non-binary or even trans people, not all trans people even experience dysphoria. Like that's not necessarily a requirement for any of these things. Um, but, but a lot of us do. Right. right. So, and I have felt that that, experience is a lot more intense and it's a lot worse when my anxiety is bad or my depression is bad. Mm. So it does kind of like come up as a symptom of those things Mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, So when people ask like, what do you identify as? I usually just say I'm queer because that is like kind of like the easiest general blanket term to throw over it. Mm -hmm. And if people have additional questions, they'll ask, you know, like, so Generally speaking, I tell people I'm queer and they say, if they say, what does that mean? Usually they're the kind of person that's okay for me to talk to all this stuff about. Um, if, if there's somebody who probably isn't going to get it or doesn't really care, they won't yeah. press me further. So, um, I, I like, I usually just kind of identify as, um, like the, the other blanket term you throw on is gender queer, which is also kind of another just like blanket gender specific term. That's like, yeah, this person is kind of oh, neither, um, or either, or, um, they, them and their pronouns mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, um, I don't expect most people to use them. Yeah, so if, we, I'm, if I'm being honest. <laughs> so this is right, just because it's so like, how do you know what's going on in somebody else's head? And I think that's what we make fun of on your mom's house. It's it's not like so much that okay, yeah, if this gender thing that really bothers you, obviously that's that's very torturing for a lot of people, and we have no intention mm-hmm. of like hurting people's feelings. But but it's like it's so hard for the the outsider to know like what's going on in somebody else's head. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. know what you're fucking about. But what you mentioned, which is interesting, is that dysphoria element. Um, Mm -hmm. feeling that you're in the wrong body. And I think to answer my own stupid, you know, ignorant question about is, aren't you just a lesbian? And this guy, like, maybe that's, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm thinking like, maybe that's the element that is negate, like that, that makes it not just like I'm a closeted lesbian. Well, no, you have this thing inside of you that tells you you are in the wrong body and that's totally different than sexuality. So that kind of makes a little more sense. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Freddie, do you want people asking you what your pronoun is? Does that it, the everyday person? Does that is that something you would like, or is that is that insulting and annoying? Um, 
I don't think it's insulting. I don't mind it. Um, again, the people who are going to ask are usually the people who like get why they're asking. Gotcha. Um, like, I don't expect my grandma to ask me what my pronoun is, right? <laughs> right. <God laughs> but that's, just, that's just not going to happen. Like, she's not going to ask me this at Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Um, but but for, for, like, my friends or people in certain circles I run in who do ask, I always appreciate it. Okay. Um, I, I do have a couple communities that I run in where, like, people are kind of plugged into this stuff, so... Um, and, and those people are usually pretty good about it. But I, I do know that the non-traditional pronouns are confusing and weird for people. So I don't have any expectation that people are going to call me they at work. Gotcha. Like that would be that that'd be great. But I, I don't expect it to ever happen. Yeah, It might. I don't know. Maybe in 10 years. Yeah. Oh, well, and I did. Like, the, my, name, my name now, I just changed it in October. Oh. So, yeah. So... Freddie had been my nickname for a long time and I finally just made it official because it's what I preferred. And when I told my HR manager at work, yeah, I changed my name. Here's my paperwork. My HR manager did ask me, what are your preferred pronouns? Cause oh, she was wow. trying to suss out. She was trying to suss out whether I was transitioning. I think. Got you. Like without, without directly asking. Cause they're not supposed so, to, right? Like, isn't that a corporate yeah, legal? <laughs> I don't think, I don't think so. <laughs> I think like, I think it's a HIPAA thing that they're not, that's kind of one of those oh, medical right. things they're not really supposed to ask you <laughs> So your, your husband, how does he feel about all this? Mm. Um, so that's a really, that was a really interesting experience because, um, like coming out to myself was a process that happened over a couple, the course of a couple years. And when I kind of realized, like, yeah, this is how I feel and this is what's going on, I then had to figure out, like, how do I explain this to him? Right. Because then I was dealing with all this internalized, like, homophobia and transphobia. Like, like does, does this mean... And this was not anything that he ever thought. This was just my own hang-ups. I'm like, does this mean on some level we're now in like a gay relationship? And he didn't <laughs> sign up for that. I'm like, he's gonna think he's gonna think I want to do all this weird bedroom shit to him. You know, like it just like I was so worried. And we we were driving home from somewhere, and I was like, look, I have to tell you something, and I totally understand if. It, if it makes you uncomfortable, and I basically was like, look, I, I don't identify as female. That it's not going to change anything for us. Like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to have any surgery. I'm not going to go on hormones. I just need you to know that my perception of myself has kind of shifted a little bit, and I'm going to start sharing that with people and being open about it, and I need to make sure that you are okay with it before I start being out to people. And he was like, how long have you known about this? Because I kind of just, like, fire-hosed all this information at him. So, like, pretty clearly I'd been thinking about it for a while. And I was like, I don't know, I was freaking out about it for, like, a year and a half. And he was like, why didn't you tell Aww. me sooner? <laughs> like, yeah. So his, his thing was more like, he was actually a little bit more hurt, I think, that, um, that I assumed that he would not be down with it. Right. Well, and it's scary. So, it's scary because that's your whole life on the line. You know, yeah, your marriage is yeah. a big deal. So, yeah. So he's fine with it. And I'm like, I, I've told him, like, I don't expect him 
to call me they, you know, I'm, I'm his wife. Um, this is our relationship. I'm fine with him using feminine pronouns for me. That's, that's not a big deal to me. Um, I, I might be unusual in that respect. Like I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who want their significant others to refer to them as their preferred pronouns and would be bothered by that, but I don't care. Um, but he's, he's been really cool about it. That's, that's really amazing, And I'm really, really, yeah. really <laughs> thankful. So would you want to be a male? Would you want to go through the hormones eventually? Like, is this something that you might be leaning into in the future? Um, I mean, who knows what the future holds, but how do you feel about that? Like, is that, is that part of it? I don't think so. So like, like if, if I could go on hormones and get just the physical changes I wanted, like if I could put together a laundry list and be like, okay, give me these things. What do you want? And, um, I would like to have a slightly deeper voice. Mm -hmm. Um, I like, I know that when you go, when someone who's designated female at birth goes on testosterone, there are some like, there are some like changes to the genitalia that happen, (laughs) but, um, but there is also like other stuff that can come with hormone treatment that I wouldn't necessarily want. Like I like my titties how they are. I don't really want them to change. And, um, I, I am pretty, like, I'm pretty hairy, but not super hairy. I don't really want facial hair, so I don't want to deal with that. So, like, hormones, because it's such a grab bag, what you're going to end up with, that's probably not anything I'm ever going to mess with. Right, because you can't really pick and choose um, what yeah. you're going to get, kind of. So that's that's daunting. Uh, this is super personal, but have you considered trying a strap-on with your husband? <laughs> Not with him, no. <laughs> I have no, I have no interest in asking that of him. Um, I, I definitely, that is definitely like what I would want to do if I ever slept with a woman. Right. Um, that'd be what I'm going for, and I do have, like, in my underwear drawer, I do have like a fake dick, which is called a packer. Good. Good. I was so going to ask I, you about I that. Do, yeah, I do wear one out of the house very occasionally. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna um, buy you one actually if you didn't have one. So thank you for doing the show because like that, that, that to me would seem like a really um, eat, not eat like an easier way to satisfy the feeling of like wanting a penis. Maybe is to yeah. to wear a fake yeah. one around. Yeah. Wow. And I always do tell people, I, the, the people that I do tell about it, the first place I ever wore it out of the house was, I was like, where can I go where if I wear this out of the house, I know I'm not going to get hassled if anyone notices. <laughs> so I went to fucking Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. I love Whole Foods. Right. That's, you're right. I'm like, I'll, go buy, I'll go buy some coconut water. <laughs> right. 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 It is a safe space. It's so funny because I was thinking the exact same thing yesterday. I was there and I just... Like everybody's nice to you and totally friendly, mm-hmm. open-minded. And yeah, I know. God, mm-hmm. that's so funny. Whole Foods. Everyone goes there for food. Yep. So I know you have to go. So I'm going to ask you the last question that I think Tom and I are dying to know. We're dying to know. <laughs> what about all these crazy genders on the internet? What about oh. shit like astral gender, a gender that feels connected to space? And oh my God. bat gender, <laughs> bat gender. And it just says see nocturnal gender or, you know yeah. what I mean? Like all this, this is what I think gives you guys 
a bad name because it's like, okay, Senegender. What the fuck? Yeah. There's too much shit to choose from. <laughs> I can't do this with people. I love all people, but I cannot fucking go through and memorize all shit. So what's the deal with all this stuff? I know. So like like I said earlier, like this it's great that all these conversations are happening on the internet. Yeah. But they're happening with like they're happening with a lot of like young people who are trying stuff on. They're happening with like some like crazy people in the mix. They're happening with like trolls in the mix who are just trying to piss people off, right? So um the 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 best like the way that I've been thinking about it recently is that like like Obviously, far be it from me to, like, be the one who's legitimizing other people's experiences, right? Because yeah. obviously I have my own issues, right? <laughs> like, yeah, like there, is, there is something about this whole thing that is, like, a little bit off, right? So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not one to judge, but, <laughs> but, but. Um, the, the way I've been thinking about it lately is, like, I, so I'm, I'm Buddhist, which is a belief system that includes reincarnation. Mm-hmm. There, there are people out there who believe that they are reincarnated aliens from Alpha Centauri who were born on Earth to fulfill a mission on Mother Earth. And just because I might belong to a belief system that espouses reincarnation as one of its beliefs, that doesn't necessarily mean I believe those people <laughs> right are are actually aliens <laughs> so so i think i think there are definitely some people out there who are trying to work through some shit who are like yeah i'm astral gender like okay <laughs> right that's right. fine like for now you like you go ahead and like run your tumblr about being astral gendered and like how <laughs> much you want to f- fuck people in space like that's fine um but like I, I think I think that's one of those things that like is that something someone is really going to be saying when they're fifty years old? Right. I don't know. Right. Like I I somehow doubt it. Right. But again, who who knows? Who knows? Who am I to say? <laughs> they could very well be aliens or Scientologists. Yeah. Who knows? So yes. basically, I mean, we can conclude. I was thinking it, it sounds like this stuff is kind of a bridge, like you were saying, through changes. Like maybe you are you're confused you're experiencing some change Mm -hmm. and maybe this is a nice bridge a nice like safe place to land when you're kind of in between identities or genders or sexuality Mm -hmm. it's kind of all of those things is that accurate yeah cool yeah and like some some people maybe will move on to like you know maybe maybe this isn't me at all maybe i'm maybe i'm cis maybe i'm female after all or maybe i maybe i do want to be a man and i'm just scared to say it all out or like maybe i'll just be like this forever and that's yeah. fine too <laughs> yeah and it kind of opens up what i like about it is it opens up a dialogue in terms of variety and change and especially now in this country you know and it's terrifying but um I like the idea that it's just exploring alternative realities alternative ways of being and just mm-hmm. opening up people's minds a little bit more than just, you know, mm-hmm. hey, I'm a feminine uh, guy. You know, I'm, I'm a yep. masculine lady. Oh, well, thank you so much, um, Freddie, for joining us. I really, really appreciate it. And um, I wish you the best of luck. And will you, thank you. Ch- will you check in with me and let me know how you're doing? Absolutely. And, and there, there may, there may very well be people who will call you after this who are like, Great. Freddie is full of shit. And here's what <laughs> I want to say about it. <laughs> well, we'll get those emails too. We, we will hear all yeah. of those emails. And, um, 
Is there, I mean, do you, is there anything you would like to say? Any final thoughts? Any, hey, did your husband, will he let you hook up with a girl? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh so maybe let's, <laughs> do you want to put a call out there? <laughs> can, can I say where no, you are? I already, I already have, I already have plenty of people who are trying to get me laid right now. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, there you go. If you're interested in Freddie, uh, drop me a line and I'll forward um, your emails <laughs> to her. Can I say where you are? What state you're in? What city you're in? I, I'm in I'm in Minneapolis, in Minnesota. Okay, so if you're in the Minneapolis area uh, and you want to meet Freddie, <laughs> just drop me a line and we'll get her a laid. How about that? She can strap on her peener. The two of you can go to Whole Foods, buy a kombucha, and feel safe together. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you, Freddie, and uh, and uh, really appreciate this. This has been very, very enlightening and. Uh, uh, would you consider doing your mom's house? Maybe we could maybe continue the discussion a little sillier on that show. Sure, absolutely. Uh oh, okay. <laughs> You're our official non-binary spokesperson. It's a lot of pressure. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just kidding. No pressure. All right. Uh, well, yeah. thank you, and um, and yeah, we'll talk soon. All right. Keep me updated. Cool. All right. <laughs> Have a good day, dude. You too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> There you have it. My my very first discussion with an actual non-binary person. You know, and I um I go to the comedy store a lot and I'm always like I hang out with this group of lesbian girls. I'm like, who the, is any are any of you fucking non-binary? Do you know any? And they're like, fuck no, we don't know. <laughs> so uh very exciting. I hope that was enlightening, and I'm sure a lot of you will have differing opinions. If you do, email me, that's deep row podcast at gmail.com. Kind of interesting. Uh, very interesting. I kind of wish this stuff had existed when I was a teenager because I feel like this would have helped out um, some girls that I grew up with. And uh, I went to an all-girls Catholic high school. And there was, uh, I think there were some people that had gender dysphoria or were just lesbians and didn't have a dialogue for it. So it, maybe this stuff is more of like words, just giving words, giving words to complicated shit. That's what life is, complicated shit, right? All right, let me, um, let's move on. Jeez, from, from gender stuff. That's so funny. I hope she, I hope she bangs a chick with a huge strap on, but only with the consent of her husband, if that's what they're into. Okay, here we go. I got a letter. We'll do a letter and then, uh, oh, I got to wrap it up soon. Okay, uh, here we go. Oh, wait, we got to do our theme song. I almost forgot the most important part. Um... Here's the, the theme song as we get into emails. You want to know why you're all fucked up? Okay, there you go. Damn Pena. Uh, here it is. Hi, main mommy, water champ, personality champ. Thank you. I'd uh, like to re- remain anonymous, of course. Just quickly to start, I wanted to say how much I love the show. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay, let me see. Okay, almost a year ago, I met a man who I dated for about seven months. He ended up being mentally slash emotionally abusive and had a drug, alcohol, and anger problem. I hit the jackpot, huh? (laughs) I knew the relationship was not good for me, but I stayed. I don't know why. He ended up cheating on me. I ended it right after I found out, and it's now been six months since the breakup. I understand that him cheating was a reflection of him and his issues, since clearly he had plenty. After him cheating, and him cheating was a good thing. I joined jujitsu and I found my happiness within myself. Fantastic. Now, my problem is 
uh, I can't seem to keep talking to a guy because my mind automatically tells me he's going to lie to you and cheat. Now I keep coming across relationships where the man has ended up cheating and I'm absolutely terrified of ever going through something like that again, especially being married. I just want to love again and I'm afraid I'll never be able to. Can men really be faithful, honestly, truly faithful? Is it just not in them for evolutionary reasons? Am I expecting too much? Wow. Oh, there's a picture of us together. Let me see. How long ago was this? God, I look terrible. Well, anonymous writer. That's a cute picture of us, actually. Um, Can men be faithful? Yeah, of course. I I believe that there are... um, Well, let's put it this way. There are, in nature... Many types of flowers, right? Your chrysanthemums, your roses, your daisies, your hydrangeas, your bougainvilleas, whatever the heck. And, um, and all of them are different. All of them express themselves differently, have different gender preferences, different pronouns. And uh, we're not all the same. And it's interesting. I think people that grow up, it sounds to me you probably grew up in a house maybe with an alcoholic parent or a mentally ill parent, which is why you think that hooking up with a dude that's mentally ill or alcoholic is a good idea. Or, I mean, you obviously know that it's not now, but you know what I'm saying, that you even would entertain that thought. The problem is when you grow up in a wackadoo family, you think that people are changeable or that uh, if you just try hard enough, if you're a good enough person if you are sweet enough to them, maybe they will change. And by that, I mean that we, because I grouped myself in a group of people that had to learn this lesson the hard way. When you grow up with a lot of bullshit, don't have good boundaries, etc., cetera, uh, you don't understand that in the world, there are just turds. You know what I mean? There, there are just bad apples. Apples that you shouldn't touch you shouldn't take a bite. You shouldn't even fucking shine it on your shirt. Look the other way. Now, when I see the bad apple coming, I don't even, I don't talk to that apple. I get across the street, put my shades on. Mm-mm, uh-uh. Ignore, ignore, ignore. So I, what I'm saying to you is that there's good, bad, ugly people. There's, there's all kinds of categories. It's because it's fucking true. You can't change the, the bad one to be good. You can't change the lazy one to be... Um, energetic. You can't change the fucking addict into being a non-addict. All that stuff comes within that. And I don't even believe that. Listen, very rarely have I seen people really, truly transform from being total fuck-ups into being decent human beings, okay? So I'm saying that because, yes, of course there are men who don't cheat. Of course there are. There truly are. Uh, But you got to know how to identify them. Okay, so meaning your radar has got to be tuned to picking up that frequency of the good guys, the good guys. I like the good guys. Say it to yourself. It's your mantra. I like the good guys. I like the guys who don't cheat. I like the guys who pay their bills. I like the guys that come home at a reasonable time uh, in the night. I like the guys that don't go out and party all the time. I like the guys that pay the fucking uh, you know mortgage and mow the lawn or whatever it is that means something to you, but... Uh, Tune your radar to that shit, okay? And then I guarantee you're going to meet more of those guys. I know, and I felt the same way. One time I was cheated on, and I swear, it just it's normal. It's natural. After you're cheated on, you get that anxiousness about it. 
because you're convinced that everyone is a douchebag, right? When you've been treated unfairly, you it's normal. But just know that eventually you will meet someone that's not a total piece of shit. And um, that person will prove themselves to be good. Now, and another thing too, women, is that don't give a guy the trust straight away. I don't fucking believe in like, no, 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 no. Watch the person. You got to watch a motherfucker when you start dating them. They don't get, nobody gets a, a perfect, you know, green light in the beginning. Everybody has to prove themselves. You just watch, you just watch, hang back. I'm not saying you have to interrogate or be vigilant and do any of that stuff. Just watch how a person acts. And especially with dudes, dude, I'm telling you, a guy will, they don't know how to lie, really. Especially in the beginning. And my my experience, if a guy tells you he's not worth it, he ain't worth it. If he says he's going to call and he doesn't, fuck him. Next. If he says he's going to pick you up at eight and he doesn't, fuck him. Next. Next. Because they're, they're, they're showing you they don't give a shit about you. So that's how you got to proceed. Don't even fucking look at the bad guys. Now, now here's the problem. Because your wiring is fakakta, because you like bad boys, you must on some level like this horse shit, otherwise you wouldn't deal with it. Your wires are crossed, okay? So it's not that you're ever going to get to a place in life where you don't even look at the screwed up guy, the guy that's a mess, the guy that's going to cause you suffering. You get to a point in your life where you see that motherfucker across the street and you acknowledge him and you say, oh, hello, crazy person. But then you walk across the street (laughs) and then you don't even mess with that dude. And that's how you know you've healed this thing. Because at the end of the day, it ain't about the guys. This is about you, boo-boo. This is about you. And I'm glad you did jujitsu. I think that's wonderful. I think women should definitely do martial arts. I used to do it. It was so fun. I used to do it and. I was in my twenties. I used to do kung fu in the park. <laughs> it was so stupid. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's all. That's all wonderful. And and keep going. Keep developing yourself and get into uh, AA. Not AA. What's the one where you're? Is it? Is it NA? Is it no? What's the one about the codependent one? You know what I'm talking about. There's some 12, 12 step that shit. Go meet a group of other people that have had relationships with shitty dudes. Talk about it. See, and you know what? Get your life. What am I going to say? You guys know. See a fucking shrink. See a shrink. Work these problems out because boo boo, you're just going to keep, uh, you're going to keep finding douchebags because your radar is fucked up right now. You're going to keep it and t- until you undo the wiring. You're going to keep meeting shit debt. And yeah, you are going to meet guys that cheat on you because they smell you, by the way. These assholes can smell you a mile away. The victim, the girl that's going to put up with bullshit. And let me tell you something, men, they will test your boundaries pretty early. That's how these guys operate. These fucking scumbags, these cheaters, these liars, um, these guys who manipulate, who take advantage of others. Same with women. Same with women who do the same thing. These people... Uh, they smell your, they smell it on you that you don't have boundaries, that they can cross you, that they can fuck with you, that they can take advantage of you. Okay. And I'm not, that doesn't mean you should walk around the earth hard and, and not loving and stuff. It just means that your, your, your antennae are up and you don't, uh, you don't take shit. You know, you're nice, but when someone crosses that, you better get your life. You better not, you better not cross me. Cause I ain't going to do it. 
So, no, you know, and here's the thing, guys do like, I, it always kills me when, um, I've heard women, comedian women say, well, I just, guys don't like, they're intimidated because I'm so funny. I'm so intimidating. Guys don't like that. Oh, bullshit. And usually it means you're crazy and, uh, and, or, or you're stuck up or you're putting something out there that it's not attractive, you know? Oh, please. Ah, please. Enough. All right. I got to go. I got to take my kid to the eye doctor. He's been squinting a lot. He's been squinting and I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, email me. That's deep row podcast at gmail.com. And um, yeah, let's continue the dialogue. Let's circle back. Let's be team members. Let's put a pin in it for later. Um, what else? I've been doing my TM meditation. So it's really, it does help. It does help. I just feel exhausted all the time. Email me if you're a mom. Does this exhaustion ever go away? This constant tiredness of having a small child. Oh, good night. Enough complaining. Enough complaining. All right. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you to Freddie uh, for joining us and uh, explaining non-binary to me. I really appreciate it. Uh, also email me if you want to hook up with Freddie. If you're a woman in the Minneapolis area, her husband says it's okay. So it's out of my hands. That's their arrangement. And uh, yeah. All right, guys. Have a great week. Until next time. That's been D, bro. Fuck. Now what? I don't know. Philosophize with Philosophize with It's Christina P, a.k.a. Miss Jeans. This ain't your mom's house. It's a different theme. Gotta be critically thinking. Like you caught up at a cocktail party. Our thoughts start to sink in. John Locke, or was it Socrates? Aristotle or Plato, maybe Hippocrates. Got us talking all properly, topically. Just a comedian discussing these philosophies. Serious questions, silly people. What's that? That's tea, bro. It is the ultimate metaphor for life, and you know what that is? What? That's deep, bro. That's deep, bro. That's deep, bro.